Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Today, the 10th of March, 2021, at Wangiru Masjid, we are reading from the uh, book Manzumatu Al-Ishaq Al-Ilbiri. Manzumatu Abi Ishaq Al-Ilbiri. We are starting from number 83. Tafirru min al-hajiri wa tattaqihi fahalla an jahannama qad fararta. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Wassalatu wassalam ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa ba'd. We praise and thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala our creator. May the peace and blessings of Allah be upon our messenger Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, upon his family, his companions, and all those that follow the right path until the day of resurrection. We continue where we stopped in the manzuma of Abi Ishaq al-Ilbiri on the importance of talabul ilm, seeking knowledge, and living a righteous life. So he gives him advice in this particular bait. He says, تَفِرُّ مِنَ الْحَجِيرِ وَتَتَّقِيهِ Al-Hajir is the heat. When it's hot during the day, we all try to avoid the heat. We run away from it and we seek shelter. Nowadays, we turn on our air conditioners in order to make the temperature much more favorable. إِذَنْ تَفِرُّ مِنَ الْحَجِيرِ You run away from the heat. وَتَتَّقِيهِ And you are afraid of the heat. فَهَلْ عَنْ جَهَنَّمَ قَدْ فَرَرْتَ But is it not much more reasonable that you should try to avoid Jahannam? Because the heat of Jahannam is much greater than the heat that we try to avoid in the world. This is similar to قوله تعالى in the Quran فَرِحَ الْمُخَلَّفُونَ بِمَقْعَدِهِمْ خِلَافَ رَسُولِ اللَّهِ وَكَرِهُوا أَنْ يُجَاهِدُوا بِأَمْوَالِهِمْ وَأَنفُسِهِمْ فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ وَقَالُوا لَا تَنْفِرُوا فِي الْحَرِّ قُلْ نَارُ جَهَنَّمَا أَشَدُّ حَرَّا لَوْ كَانُوا يَفْقَهُونَ Those who refused to go on the campaign with the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam especially the campaign of Tabuk Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reminds them they're happy to sit back and let the Messenger وسلم, go on his own because the temperatures were not favorable at that time. It was very, very hot. They said, Don't go out in the heat. You know, the heat of Arabia, sometimes 45 degrees Celsius up to 50 degrees Celsius. The Messenger وسلم, and his companions had to travel through such heat. They said, do not go out in the heat. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala asks the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to remind them that the fire of hell, nara jahannam, the fire of hell, ashaddu harra, is much hotter, law kanu ya'lamun, if only they knew. So in the same way, we try as human beings to avoid the heat, and the heat that we try to run away from is actually moderate. It's no heat at all. I keep saying, I keep saying every time Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created the sun. And the sun, subhanAllah, is millions of degrees Celsius. It's very, very hot. But this sun is not Jahannam. The sun is a lamp. 
which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created in order for us to benefit from in the world. وَلَقَدْ زَيَّنَّ السَّمَاءَ الدُّنْيَا بِمَصَابِيحِ We decorated the heavenly sky. بِمَصَابِيحِ with lamps. And the sun is one of them. And yet the sun is millions of degrees Celsius. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created Jahannam. Jahannam he created as a punishment in order to punish the Usat. Time and again, people try to say, but how is it that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who is merciful, uh, Habib, what do you have? Nam Habi, you raise your hand. Taib. Or saying that some people say, how is it that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who is all merciful is going to punish the people in such fire? Is, is that logical? We say Allah is merciful, but why is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala going to throw people into Jahannam? If there is no one to be punished, then where is the mercy? If Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not going to punish anyone, then how is the mercy going to be appreciated by those who have not been punished? In order for some people to appreciate Allah's mercy, there should be some people who get punished. It's like, in order for you to appreciate good health, there has to be sickness. Right. If there is no sickness in the world, if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not create sickness, we would never appreciate health. Because we don't know the opposite of health. If Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not create sadness, we would never appreciate happiness. And besides, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has said in the Quran, Nabi ibadi, inform my slaves, tell the people, that I'm the most forgiving, most merciful. But when it comes to punishment, my punishment is a painful punishment. On that day, no one is going to punish like Allah. No one can punish like Allah. وَلَا يُوثِقُ وَفَاقَهُ أَحَدًا No one can tie the way Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to tie the usat on the day of judgment. So this description, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala punishing the people on the day of judgment, simply proves Allah's majesty as a king subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because if Allah was all merciful and he has no ability to punish anyone, then Allah is not king. No one can punish like Allah. No one is as merciful as Allah and at the same time, no one can punish like Allah. لا يعذب عذابه أحد ولا يوثق وثاقه أحد So he says to him, if you are running away from the heat, the worldly heat, فهل عن جهنم قد فررت Why don't you try to avoid the heat of Jahannam? How do we avoid the heat of Jahannam? By obeying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Staying away from what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has forbidden and doing what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded. Then he said, 
ولو كنت الحديد بها لذبت لا تطيق أهونها عذابا the smallest punishment in Jahannam you cannot withstand it you can't manage it الأهون means the lowest the lowest punishment in Jahannam لا تطيقها you cannot manage it if you were a piece of metal if you were a piece of iron fiha ladubta you were going to melt in in jahannam that's how hot it is the lowest punishment in jahannam is the punishment of abu talib the uncle of the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam he's going to have coals of fire under his feet just the feet and from that his brain will be boiling he has his feet in the fire the rest of the body is not in the fire just the feet and from that the brain boils and this is the least punishment in jahannam the lowest punishment in jahannam la tutiquha you can't manage it subhanallah even in the world when we step on a small piece of fire the way the pain goes to the to the brain try to imagine a person with his feet in the fire not the worldly fire allah has diluted this fire so that we can benefit from it so that we can use it the fire that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has prepared for the usat is pure undiluted fire fattaqun nar allati uiddat lil kafirin and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describes the fire as waquduha an nas wal hijara ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu ayyuhu belief qu anfusakum protect your families that is your work qu anfusakum protect sorry protect yourselves wa ahlikum and your families naran from the fire wa quduha an-nas wal hijara whose fuel is the people and the stones you know where uh, a piece of iron is going to melt most stones will not melt you know that a piece of iron you put it in the fire the temperature at which the iron is going to melt is not the uh, melting temperature of of a stone the stone is much more durable and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uses this stone as the waqud the fuel of jahannam innal ladhina kafaru bi ayatina sawfa nuslihim nara as for those who reject our signs who take them to the fire kullama nadijat juluduhum when their skins are burned out baddalnahum juludan ghayraha we give them a new skin liyadhuqul adhab so that they can continue to test the punishment inna allah kana azizan hakima you know it's the the, the the skin is where you find the sensory organs right we feel the pain because of the sensory organs which are found in the skin so if the skin gets burned out it means the sensory organs have been burned out and therefore you will not feel the pain so kullama nadijat juluduhum when the skin is burned out badalnahum juludan ghayraha we give them another skin liyadhuqul adhab may allah protect us from the punishment naam thumma qal fala tuqdhab fa inna al-amra jiddun wa laysa kama hasibta wa la dhananta naam fala tuqdhab 
no one should lie to you. This issue is a serious issue. And all of us are going to, to see how serious this issue is when we see the fire on the day of judgment. Last time I taught you about the types of yaqeen. What are the types of yaqeen? Sheikh Sulaiman, one, before Ayn al-Yaqeen, Haq al-Yaqeen, Naam, Ilm al-Yaqeen, and Ayn al-Yaqeen. When we see the fire on the day of judgment, this is Ayn al-Yaqeen. We'll see it, there is no doubt, it's not a narration anymore. The fire is in front of you. You will see hell. And Allah repeats the sentence. With your physical eyes, you're going to see it. Then Allah is going to ask you about the favors. So at the moment, it's just... Just ilmul yaqeen, some, some narration, someone narrates and then the fire and so on. But ayn al is coming. Something we can see with our eyes. I was saying about death, you know we see people, people die every day. But, but we've never died before. We've never died. We see people dying but then we, we've never tested it and we feel, well, it's, it's far but when it comes, when death comes to you face to face, you start thinking, subhanAllah, I, uh, I am supposed to be doing better than this. I have to return to the world. I have to go and give cha to charity. I have to go and pray, but it's too late. He says, Abu Bakr. Who's Abu Bakr? Who's Abu Bakr in this novel? The young man he is advising. Abu Bakrin, O Abu Bakr, kashafta aqalla aibi. You've exposed some of my sins, my mistakes. You've, you've exposed just a few of them. Wa aktharahu, most of it. Wa mu'vamahu, satarta. You have covered me. You know, I keep saying, when people say bad things about us, our first reaction is to be, to be angry, right? If someone says something bad about you, even if, even if you do, the first reaction is to be angry. For example, may, may Allah protect us from ma'asiyah, from disobedience. But if someone um, went into a place that is haram and took alcohol and people saw him, and they spoke about it. If they said, no, he drinks alcohol and we saw him. What's, what's the first reaction of the person? If he hears about it, if he hears people were talking about his beer drinking, what's his first reaction? To be angry, right? But there is something that he forgets. They're speaking about his beer drinking. And yet, there are so many things that he has done, which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has covered up. And people have not discovered them and they have not spoken about them. In fact, what they are talking about is probably one out of one million of his sins. Our sins are many. Some of them people know about. The majority people don't know about. 
if you keep quiet and ask yourself frankly, how many, how many bad things or how many bad things have I done in my life which people have not discovered? There are so many. Allah has been merciful to me and he's been merciful to you too. There are many bad things you too have done which people have not discovered. There are many things, bad things I've done which people haven't discovered. So if Abu Bakr is going to talk about one of my uyub, one of the few things, the few, uh, one of the uh, many mistakes that I've committed, then I'm thankful. I say, Abu Bakr, alhamdulillah, you, you only spoke about the, the stuff I stole. Alhamdulillah, you don't know about my zina, akramakumullah. Alhamdulillah, you don't know about my beer drinking. Alhamdulillah, you don't know about my treachery, my khiyana. Alhamdulillah, you do not know about my nifaq, my hypocrisy. You haven't spoken about it. So Abu Bakr, O oh Abu Bakr, kashafta aqalla aibi. You've only spoken about a small part of my sins. Let this be your tendency. When someone talks about your sins, think, Alhamdulillah, he's only talking about a small portion. The rest of my sins are a, an ocean. If he spoke about all of them, subhanallah, halakt. All of us would be destroyed. But don't take Allah for granted. Allah hides your sins sometimes. But then if you continue, you get exposed. Allah has been merciful to all of us. No one can say, Allah has never covered me up for anything wrong I did. Allah does cover everyone up. Alhamdulillah. He gives you an opportunity to make tawbah. So Abu Bakr, You've spoken about a small part of my sins. وَأَكْثَرَهُ A lot of it. وَمُعْظَمَهُ And the majority of it. سَتَرْتَ you've, you've covered me up. Now. فَقُلْ مَا شِئِتَ فِيَّ مِنَ الْمَخَازِ وَضَاعِفُهَا فَإِنَّكَ قَدْ صَدَقْتَ Now. Just say anything you want about me. About my wrongdoings. Say anything you want. Why? Because everything you say is true. If someone comes to you and says, you liar, what's your reaction? What's your reaction? You fight, right? But who's not a liar? You just, just keep quiet for a moment and ask yourself, but am I not really a liar? We, the majority of us are liars. But we get angry when someone speaks about our, our mistakes. If he says, you liar, you say, but come to think of it, it is true. You munafit. Think, well, it's a bad thing to say, but come to think of it, it's, it's true. The majority of us are munafitin. The way we behave in the presence of people is different from the way we behave away from the people. What is that called? Nifaq, it's hypocrisy. So if someone says to me, you munafiq, I'll think, subhanAllah, it's a bad thing to say to me, but when I think about it, sadaq, he, he has spoken the truth. And if you begin to accept that someone has spoken the truth, you begin to see your mistakes and you begin to work on them. But if people say, you liar, I'm not a liar. You whatever, I'm not whatever. Then you are Masha'Allah ma'asum. You're divinely protected from error. Because if we say you're a thief, you're not a thief. You're not a liar. You're not a zani. You don't drink beer. You don't. Every aib 
they ascribe to you, you are not that, then alhamdulillah, mashallah, tabarakallah, you must be like Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. If people say, you liar, think, yeah, but sometimes yeah, I do, I do tell some lies and I try to, to work on it. Instead of getting angry, وَإِذَا قِيلَ لَهُ اتَّقِ اللَّهَ أَخَذَتْهُ الْعِزَّةُ بِالْإِثْمِ فَحَسْبُهُ جَهَنَّمُ وَلَبِئْسَ الْمِهَادِ When it is said to him, fear Allah, أَخَذَتْهُ الْعِزَّةُ بِالْإِثْمِ He is pompous. He says, how can you say, اتَّقُ الله? How can you tell me to fear Allah? But اتَّقُ الله is good advice. If you say to someone today, fear Allah, you will fight. You will get angry. Why are you telling me to fear Allah? But to fear Allah, you fear Allah, is, is that an insult? Or if you say, I've seen some people, you make dua for them and say, Hadak Allah, may Allah guide you. Say, how can you say may Allah guide you? Ah, don't, don't you want guidance? You, you don't want to be guided. Ittaqillah, fear Allah, isn't that a good thing? Allah said it to the Prophet The Prophet is ma'asum, divinely protected from error. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says to him, Ya ayyuhad nabi uttaqillah. O Prophet, fear Allah. O Prophet, fear Allah. If Allah says to Rasul fear Allah, what about us? مهما خبت أبتني فالفرط علمي بباطنتي كأنك قد مدحته. This has gone under the sharh. Read the next page. فلا ترضى المعايب فهي عار عظيم يورث الإنسان مقتا. نعم. Do not fall in love with معصية disobedience of Allah. Do not fall in love with ma'asiyah. Don't fall in love with the disobedience of Allah. What it does to a human being is that it brings him down. You know, sometimes you disobey Allah and no one knows about it. It's between you and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and people don't know about it. But what you must remember is that this disobedience one day is going to haunt you. It will bring you down. Ma'asiyah is the opposite of ta'a. In fact, I would like you to, to read the next four abiyat together so I can, I can explain them together. وَتَهْوِي بِالْوَجِيهِ مِنَ الْتُرَايَ وَتُبْدِرُهُ مَكَانَ الْفَوْقِ تَحْتَى نعم كَمَ الطَّاعَاتُ تُنْعِلُكَ الدَّرَايَ الدَّرَارِ الدَّرَارِ نعم وَتَجْعَرُكَ الْقَرِيبَ so look here, these two things are in opposites, obedience and disobedience. Let me start with obedience. This ta'a makes you mean ad-darari. Ad-darari comes from ad-durri, which is a high star, a shining star. When a person obeys Allah, Allah raises the ranks of that person. He becomes as high as the highest shining star. And the people who are supposed to be far from him, 
people who should not be close to him become very close to him through ta'a. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has said in the Quran, as for those who believe and do righteous good deeds, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to create for them love because of ta'a. When a person obeys Allah, people who are not related to you in blood, there is no relationship. You're not from the same family. You might not even be from the same country. Become the closest people to you. You become much more important to them than members of their own family because these are the ranks to which taqwa raises you. Some people may be higher than you in terms of wealth. They're very rich. But if you're a taqi, you fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he raises you in rank. You find yourself at the same stage with them. It doesn't matter what class they are, what country they come from, what tribe they are. Even if you are not related to them, you become close with them. That's why the Nazim rahimahullah here says, it creates you, mina darari, you become like a star. This comes from ta'a. Every person who obeys Allah should know that in the future, even if he doesn't get the thamar today, in the future he's going to get the fruit of obedience. When you sit in the masjid and recite Quran, or you sit here and listen to a muhadara, I can guarantee you 100% using the words of Allah and the words of the Messenger وسلم, that one day you are going to reap the benefit of sitting here. It's not for nothing. One day you will reap. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to give it to you. When you sit down and follow a muhadara, or sit down and listen to the Quran, or sit down and recite the Quran, it is not for nothing. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give you the benefit of that. In the same way, when you disobey Allah, even if you're hiding, if you're involved in zina, if you're involved in shurb al-khamr, if you're involved in all sorts of disobedience, I can guarantee you, 100% that one day you are going to reap. You will get the benefit of what you do. So it is up to you. You can plant now and the crop is going to come tomorrow. In ahsantum, ahsantum, uh, in ahsantum, ahsantum li anfusikum. Wa in asa'tum falaha. If you do something good, you're doing it for yourself. And if you do something bad, you are only harming yourself. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not need our ibadah. Our ibadah is ours. Everything you do, you do for yourself. In this dunya, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to raise your station. And if you disobey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in akhirah, and in the dunya, starting with the dunya, your rank is going to fall. And people look at you and think, he is a bad man. And the people are the shuhada, they are the witnesses of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If people say he is bad, then indeed, even with Allah, the angels say he is bad. You remember the hadith of the Messenger where this man, where they brought a janazah, uh, a dead man, they were going to bury him, and some people said some very good things about him, and the Messenger said, Wajabat. Wajabat. Meaning, that is confirmed for him. Then a bad man is brought, 
and people say some bad things about him, the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, Wajabat, that is confirmed. They said, Ya Rasulullah, you said Wajabat for the good man and Wajabat for the bad, uh, for the bad man. He said, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala has said, وَكَذَلِكَ جَعَلْنَاكُمْ أُمَّةً وَسَطًا لِتَكُونُوا شُهَدَاءَ عَلَى النَّاسِ وَيَكُونَ الرَّسُولُ عَلَيْكُمْ شَهِيدًا You are the witnesses. Allah created you as witnesses. If people say he is good, they are the witnesses. If people say he is bad, they are the witnesses. If you say, for me, I don't care what people say, you should care. You should care what people say because people are Allah's witnesses. For me, I do what I have to do. I don't care what people say. What people say is important. How people look at you in the society is important because the people are the witnesses on the day of resurrection. Do we have uh, 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 some extra minutes? No? We can stop here for today, inshallah. Uh, we continue by the grace of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on Saturday. أقول ما تسمعون واستغفر الله العظيم لي ولكم سائر المسلمين فاستغفروه فهو أهل التقوى وأهل المغفرة السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته وعليكم السلام